Hello everybody, my name is Tyler Russo and this is the KO Podcast, episode number 41. In this episode I will be reviewing UFC Fight Night Song vs. Simone. Also this weekend we have a big pay-per-view event, UFC 288 is going down. A lot of good fights on that card, cannot wait to go over that ring, that... All right, let's get into last weekend's card. Kicking off the night, we had a woman's bantamweight bet. We had Haley Cowan taking on Jamie Lynn Horth, and Jamie Lynn Horth gets the decision victory. She moves to 6-0. and Moving on, we had a catch weight bet. We had Journey Newsom taking a Marcus McGee, and Marcus McGee took this fight on three days' notice. And Marcus McGee gets the submission victory in the second round. Very impressive for McGee. Obviously, like I said, he came in on short notice and performed and got a finish. Moving on, we had a women's bantam weight bet. We had Stephanie Edgar taking on. Irina Alaskiva, I believe that's how you say her last name, and Alaskiva had a great performance, a first round submission win, but she missed weight by four pounds, that is, uh, that that's a lot to miss weight by, obviously she was fined, but uh, she had a great performance, but you know, that is very concerning that she missed weight by four pounds over uh, you know, next fight that she has in the UFC, you know, she better not miss weight because, you know, it's not gonna end well for her. She, you know, the UFC will just end up releasing her if she get if she misses weight by a large amount again. Moving on, we had a flyweight bet. We had Cody Duran taking on Charles Johnson, and Cody Duran gets the decision victory. Very fun fight between these two. Moving on, we had a heavyweight bet. We had Martin Boudet taking on Jake Collier, and Martin Boudet gets the decision victory. Now, let's move on to the main card. Kicking it off, we had a welterweight bet. We had Josh Quinlan taking on Trey Waters, and Trey Waters gets the decision victory. Very impressive win by him. He also took this fight on short notice, so that makes it even more impressive. Moving on, we had a heavyweight belt. We had Marcos Rodrigo de Lima taking on a Waldo Cortez Acosta. And Marcos Rodriguez de Lima gets to the decision victory over Acosta. Uh, de Lima really beat up Acosta's legs. And, uh, you know, Acosta couldn't move around like he usually does. So that really, you know, hurt his movement. And DeLima capitalized on that and got the decision victory. Moving on, we had a featherweight bout. We had Julian E. Rosa taking on Fernando Padilla. And Fernando Padilla gets the... TKO finish in the first round. Very impressive debut win. Julian E. Rosa is not an easy guy to get out of there. But Fernando Padilla, he got him out of there in the first round. And the sequence that he got him out of there with was 
beautiful. He just blitzed him and did not stop until the ref pulled him off. He dropped Erosa one time and then, you know, kept going after him and dropped him again. You know, it was it was a little bit of a early stoppage. Erosa was able to kind of get up quickly after that second one, but you know, he didn't look in a good place after he got dropped a second time. But, you know, again, Padita, big win for him. Moving on, we had a middleweight bout. We had Rodolfo Vera taking on Cody Brundage. And Rodolfo Vera gets the submission in the second round. Rivera had to come back in this fight. Cody Brundage had him in all sorts of trouble in the first round. I thought Brundage was going to get him out of there. But Vera comes back and gets the submission victory in the second round. Now, moving on to the co-main event of the evening. We had a middleweight bout. We had Kayo Bohayo taking on Michael Olajikuk. I believe that's how you say his last name. And Kayo Bohayo gets the submission victory in the second round. Probably his best performance in the UFC. He stays undefeated in the UFC. And Kayo Bohayo, he is going to crack that ranking sooner rather than later. His next opponent probably is going to be a ranked opponent. So very excited to see him get a step up in competition. You know, his submission victory was very impressive uh that was his first finish in the ufc now moving on to the main event it was a bantamweight bout we had sung yadong taking on ricky simone and sung yadong gets the tko finish in the fifth round obviously in at the end of the fourth round he sat down ricky simone maybe could have got the finish there but the bell sounded but Song Yudong gets it done in the fifth round. He drops Simone again, and the ref calls the fight off. Song Yudong, a great performance. Uh, you know, he's definitely going to really want to break into that top 10, top 5 bandwidth ranking. I think he has the skills to do it. He's just faced really tough competition ever since he's got in the UFC. But sky's the limit for Song Yudong. He he's only 25, I believe, and he's got all this fight experience. So the bantamweight division could have a new contender if you can put a win streak together. Now let's get to this weekend's card. UFC 288 takes place in Newark, New Jersey. Let's jump right into this card. Kicking off the night, we have a middleweight bout. We have Joseph Holmes taking on Claudio Ribeiro. I believe that's how you say his last name. Joseph Holmes did miss weight by three pounds. So keep in mind of that. And Claudio Ribeiro, he is coming off of a contender series win. But also his last U his UFC debut... He got finished in that one, so he's looking to get in the win column in the UFC. Moving on, we have another middleweight belt. We have Phil Hawes taking on Akram Aliskirov. I believe that's how you say his last name. I apologize if I butchered it. But Phil Hawes 
was coming off of a brutal, brutal knockout at the hands of Roman Delice. I believe he hurt his knee before the sequence where he got knocked out, but he got viciously, viciously knocked out. So he's looking to come off of that loss. He's taking on a guy making his UFC debut. He won on the Contender Series by Kimura. So Akrim Alaskarov. Again, I apologize if I butchered it, but he is making his debut. Moving on, we have a heavyweight belt. We have Braxton Smith taking on Parker Porter and Braxton Smith making his UFC debut as well. 5-1, taking on the UFC vet Parker Porter, 13-8. Now, moving on, we got a women's strawweight belt. We have Marina Rodriguez taking on Verna Jandaroba. Moving on, we have a welterweight bout. We have Colin Williams taking on Ronaldo Bedoya. And this should be a fun fight. Colin Williams is a very exciting fighter. He has a lot of quick finishes. So it could be a short night for Williams if he can get that KO shot. Moving on, we got a light heavyweight bout. We got Kennedy and Achuko. Taking on Devin Clark. Both of these guys are UFC vets. Kennedy Inuchuku is coming off of a short notice main event against Elon Kutiloba, which Kennedy Inuchuku, he finished Kutiloba. So that was the biggest one of his career, the biggest platform he was on. And, you know, I was really impressed by his performance because, like I said, those two guys were shifted to the main event slot during the show. So that was, you know, a crazy thing probably for him to go through. Moving on to the prelim main event, we got a lightweight bout. We have Drew Dober taking on Matt Frivola. This fight is going to be a banger. The prelims are on ESPN, so you're not going to want to miss this fight. Drew Dober is just a savage, and Matt Frivola, you know, he is all gas, no breaks, as he always says on his Twitter, and, uh, you know, I am very, very excited for this fight. Matt Frivola, I believe, is from the New Jersey area, so he should have a good turnout for this fight. This has fight of the night all over it. Now, moving on to the main card. Kicking it off, we have a featherweight belt. We got Kron Gracie making his return after three years off, and he has taken on Charles Jordan. This should be a very interesting fight. Kron Gracie, obviously, he has that Gracie last name. He's got five wins, and all of his wins come by submission. So I'm excited to see how Kron Gracie comes out and fights after having such a long layoff. And of course, Charles Jordan, a very exciting fighter. I feel he has the stand-up advantage in this one, but you know Gracie's been out for three-plus years, so he could look like a completely different fighter. Moving on, we got a featherweight bout. We got Mavor Ilovi, I believe that's how you say his name. Taking on Diego Lopez. Lopez is taking this fight on short notice. Muvar Ilovi is 16 and 0, and he's looking to climb this welter, uh, this featherweight division. Excuse me. 
Moving on, we got a women's strawweight belt. We got Jessica Andrade taking on Jan Zionan. And this fight, I'm looking forward to it. Jessica Andrade always is looking to fight. She, you know, fights a lot. And uh, she takes any fight that the UFC gives her, whether it's short notice or not. So you always got to respect that about Jessica Andrade. And Yan Ziyang. She is 16-3. and three. She is looking to climb this woman's straw weight division. Now, moving on to the co-main event of the evening. It is a five-round fight. We got a welterweight belt. We got Benil Muhammad taking on Gilbert Burns. And speaking of fighting a lot, Gilbert Burns... I mean, this guy, his schedule is booked when it comes to fighting. He is 22-5, and five, but he fought at UFC 283, then he fought at UFC 287, and now he is fighting at UFC 288. So this guy is a workhorse. He does not stop grinding on the fight game. And of course, Belial Muhammad uh, looking for that signature win. He wants that title shot, and so doesn't Burns. And I believe that this fight is going to be for the number one contender in this welterweight division. So these guys are fighting for a lot. Uh, You know, Gilbert Burns, I'm going to have to take him. It's just so hard to not take him. He's got great stand-up, great ground game. And, you know, he's been fighting a lot. And I know that could be a disadvantage, but he hasn't taken too much damage in any of his fights. He's pretty much controlled all of his fights uh, on this, you know, streak of consecutive fights. Uh, You know, this guy does not stop. And, uh, you know, this is going to be an exciting fight. Muhammad coming off of a TKO win against Sean Brady. That was one of his better performances of his career. He showed that he has hands and he can get that finish. Now, moving on to the main event, we have a Bantamweight world title fight. We have the champion, Aljamain Sterling, defending his belt against former two-division champion, Henry Cejudo. This is a great fight. These two have been jawing back and forth all week at the weigh-ins, at the ceremonial weigh-ins, at the press conference. These guys have been at each other. So, you know, this is such a high-level bantamweight fight. Aljamain Sterling, obviously, since he's become champion, he's put on very impressive performances. His grappling has looked crisp. And, uh, you know, that is going to be his way to victory is really getting on Henry Cejudo early when they're dry and not sweaty in that first round, you know, bring Cejudo to the ground and, you know, ground and pound him fish for submissions, you know, really bear, you know, your weight on Cejudo. I feel like Aljamain Sterling is going to employ that tactic because Henry Cejudo, he does have power in this Bantamweight division. His last three fights, all by TKO, he won against Marlon Moraes, TJ Dillashaw, and Dominic Cruz. So those are very impressive names. You know, some of those guys, yes, they were older when Cejudo fought him, but, you know, Cejudo, he's got that wrestling. So I'm excited to see how Sterling's grappling meets Cejudo's wrestling. 
These are two high-level fighters. Uh, you know, Henry Cejudo, he retired three-plus years ago in 2020 after he beat Dominic Cruz by TKO. Uh, it, I don't know. It maybe was a little bit of an early stoppage, but Dominic Cruz was in a lot of trouble after that knee he took from Cejudo. So, you know, I'm going to have to take Cejudo in this one. I think his stand-up is better. He has the power. Uh, and you know, I feel like his wrestling is going to make this fight a stand-up fight for the majority of it. So I have Henry Cejudo winning back the title that he never lost. And that is going to do it for this episode of the KO Podcast. To stay up to date with the podcast in my Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube bios, I have a link tree. Click on that link tree and you will get all of the links to every social media outlet that the podcast is on. And thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Bye-bye.